Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, so oh, yeah. His 40s are 40s, so oh, yeah, oh yeah. Hello and good evening, and welcome to another fun filled episode of 40s on 40s. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And uh, today we're going to count down more hits from the Billboard Hot 100. So uh, without further ado, let's crack these bad boys open. Josh, what do we got here today? Today we have we have Seth's main jam. Seth's main jam, Miller High Life. Oh yeah, it's the main jam. Um, I'd make a jam joke, whether it be actual actual berry jam or music jam. But instead, I think I'd rather drink this. He'd rather NBA jam. (laughs) That's actually 100% true. Oh, man, I remember NBA jam. That was such a good game, dude. Fuck. Anyway, cheers, bud. Cheers. (laughs) It's getting a little dicey over here, folks. It's a little scary. Ugh. Um, uh, yeah. Well, okay, so here's, here's the real question, yeah, Josh. Um, the real question is, would you say that NBA Jam or um, any of the Madden football games, which, of the, which was better, in your opinion? Um, I would say, like, a year comparable to NBA Jam, but I don't know Madden sports games that mm, well. I would say, I would give Madden the edge. Really? Yeah. Um, but like modern video games, mm-hmm. it's it's like the, it's pretty much the same. I think. I don't. You know what's good? What's that? Is I don't even really play video games anymore. But like the last that I played, you know, NBA and football games, they were like equally realistic and you know challenging. Yeah. So it was cool. Yeah. I. I think out of both of them, I think NBA Jam, I probably played the most. There was this one baseball game that one of my friends had for his Xbox, and there was one summer where, like, I lived in this house with this dude, and we played that baseball game, like, a ton. Oh, yeah. And it was really confusing at first, because I didn't get, like, the box system mm. for, like, for pitching, but once I figured it out, it was actually pretty fun. Yeah. Because you had to, like, outthink <clears throat> your opponent and stuff, so that was a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, I I prefer ba- basketball, like vid- video games, playing and watching. Mm-hmm. There's actually something to be said about the artistry of watching video games. <laughs> um, I was a big I was a big video game watcher, and I actually still am. I have a bunch of friends that play, and I'll just like chill and watch them play, and I enjoy it a lot. Um, like especially like certain RPGs are really fun to watch. Um, <laughs> wait, do you hear these guys? Yeah, I, I can't not. Wait, what are they saying? Oh, they're making a video. Oh, they're doing a video. Wait, this is really exciting. Should we join them? Oh, I kind of want to. Oh, they're already walking away. Damn, too bad. I, I bet you could throw down some bars. Yeah. Easily. Um, well, anyway, let's, uh, let's... Let's see what we got going on here today in the Billboard in the Billboard charts. Um, number one is still uh, is still that Drake song uh, in in my in your name in my name. I don't even remember that song. It was it's the Kiki song. 
that your sister was like not too keen on. Okay. Um, yeah, that's still that's still number one, pretty solidly. Uh, number two is Girls Like You, the Maroon 5 song. Uh, number three is I Like It, which is Cardi B, Bad Bunny, and Lil, Lil, Lil B, Lil Bazzy, Brazzy, J Balvin. Is it J Balvin? It's J Balvin. Sorry. Couldn't read that. Uh, number four is Better Now, Post Malone, and number five is Fifi, which is the 6699 and Nicki Minaj song. So, we've actually done... All the ones in the top five. It feels like it feels like it's been a while, so I'm a little disappointed. Because like, <laughs> I like I didn't like those songs enough to remember them. So right. I just don't even remember what any of them sounded like, really. Yeah, I can't really so. remember the Maroon Five one. Like I kind of remember the Cardi B one. I definitely remember Post Malone. I remember Drake. I better now. Yeah. But Fifi, I have, I don't, have no idea what that sounds like, actually. Um, but let's see what we got here. So it looks like the next song actually down is number seven on the list. Uh, and it's by this young man named Travis Scott. Um, Travis Scott has been on a lot of other, like, he's been featured on a lot of songs that we've done. Um, he just put out a new album called Astro World, And I think this is one of the singles off of it. Um, it's called Sicko Mode. What? Sicko mode? Oh, sicko mode. Yeah. Like, he, he goes to the mode of sicko. Yeah. So, like, maybe he's angry. Yeah, or maybe he's, like, feeling a little bit bratish. <laughs> Perhaps. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's see what happens. Made this here with all the ice on in the booth. At the gate outside, when they pull up, they get me loose. Yeah, jump out, boys. That's Nike boys hopping our coast. This shit way too big. When we pull up, give me the loot. Give me the loot. Was off the Remy. Had up at post. So, damn. It was like. There's like a lot of. There was a lot of song in there. Yeah, there's a lot of words. A lot of lyrics, too. Mm hmm. A lot of verses. There's only like. Only two refrains repeated, really. The. Mm-hmm. And, uh, taking a Zanny and for the flight. Right. <clears throat> and then there's that earlier one, right? I forget, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a lot, there was a lot of, like, sounds and, like, textures going on in this song. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because, like, I feel like this, to me anyway, this seems like more of, like, a piece of, like, a larger composition as opposed to like an actual song if that makes any sense um like I feel like we experienced like almost like two or even three like distinct things within this one song yeah and I feel like after it was done it didn't feel like it had a particular like resolution like I kind of feel like it just sort of like stopped at like a point like it was gonna go on to the next thing yeah. Um, yeah. How, what do you? What do you feel about? I like the intro. I like the synth and the keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the textures and the overall, the overall um, groove. I was kind of into, um, and there's a you know it's nice when they mix it up with different tones of just different instruments and vocal effects. Yeah, and like, you know, certain a variety of rhythmic mo rhythmic motifs. Like it wasn't like insane, but it was mm -hmm. it was a good mix up. So I didn't 
I didn't really get too bored, but I think the vocal performance and the lyrics were not interesting or memorable. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to shit on the lyrics too much, but... uh, (laughs) But... (laughs) I don't know. All, All I'll say is, like, it was kind of interesting, and I sort of enjoyed it, but I will... Nothing really moved or grabbed me, and it's very forgettable. Mm. So it's like, this is the kind of song where if the rest of the songs tonight are like annoying to me, then this will be number one. Mm. But it's a very weak, like, I don't know, very ambivalent about the song. I am too, and I'm. I'm surprised that I was because normally I like things that have a lot of variance and like texture and tone and stuff but I feel like with some other songs that do like this didn't really have a really strong like through line or like a strong backbone to really tie it together all that much to me maybe that's why I felt like it it felt a little disjointed as a song um cause like you said you know like the the vocals weren't particularly grabbing and normally, like, the vocals, if you're gonna do something that's, like, so, uh, that has so many parts, the vocals are usually, like, the anchor that kind of, like, pulls them all together. Um, and I didn't really feel like this had, this had, like, that, it didn't really have, like, an anchor to me. Um. I think it's partly the music, like, yes, it had variety, but even the music itself wasn't, like, gripping and moving, like, mm-hmm. Even if the vocals didn't hold it down, or you know what I mean, like music without vocals or with mediocre melody or vocal lines, like it could still be moving and gripping musically, but it wasn't. I don't think it was that. Like it was just, it was just kind of it changed, but it wasn't like you know emotionally gripping or or yeah. like oh shit I want to move or dance or like really I wasn't super into it regardless but maybe it was cause like like it had variants but it didn't really have any like interesting like musical ideas yeah the more more I was thinking about it is like um I mean it is kind of what you said about the vocals is like there's very very little if not any melody to it at all Mm -hmm. so it's like I don't know melody is such an important part of any piece of music so when when you're looking for a melody and you're just sort of getting someone rapping it's it it can it can become very forgettable unless there's like another instrumental hook or if there's like a sung chorus somewhere or if the rapping is just like really engaging and like really well you know passionate or whatever which Mm -hmm. this wasn't yeah and I, th- and I think, too, that, like, I mean, maybe on top of all that, maybe because none of the musical ideas really lasted all that long, so they didn't have enough time to really make that much of an impact or, like, do anything interesting before they kind of moved on to the next thing. Um, there were a couple of, of, like, noises within that I really liked. I really liked what was going on with, like, the pitch-altered vocals that were kind of going from, like, from left to right that would yeah. kind of happen throughout. Like, that was kind of cool. Um, there was kind of some, like, dreamy sort of synth sounds happening, which was fun. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It felt kind of dreamy, but it didn't really feel like it had... Yeah, like you say, it didn't really have anything that, like, grabbed me. 
Yeah, they're musically and vocally, nothing, nothing got me. Yeah. You know. Now contrast that with like something really simple, but like uh, I heard on the radio recently. That's why I'm bringing it up. But mm-hmm. um, son of a, what's Eminem's <laughs> most like famous fucking? Oh, like lose yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's like lose yourself has a simple but very catchy musical hook, mm-hmm. and then but then the lyrics are like really interesting and well constructed and personal, and he delivers it in a really passionate, emotional way. Mm-hmm. And then there's an actual kind of like kind of sung chorus, which is catchy. So it's like it, that has like everything going for it. Yeah. Whereas this like kind of doesn't have anything. Like yeah, not. Not that it doesn't have anything, but it's like nothing is crazy high. Right. I, I would say the strongest aspect would be the music to me, like the backing track. Yeah. Like the variety and like some of the synth sounds and like some of the chords and lines are like kind of cool, but that was the strongest aspect, and even that wasn't that gripping for me. Yeah. Um, I would almost say the production would be like equally interesting to me because like just of how things were moving around yeah and where things are being thrown like I think that was pretty cool to me um yeah the tones were were, were good like everything was like very distinct and, and 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 it fit together well like just the the, mm-hmm. the tone and pitch of and, and like you know all of the aspects of production or mixing like was really good like the, the bass drum sounds the hi-hats the like Every little part like felt right. Yeah. So I would I would give it that. Um, I will also say that it didn't help that there were there was uncredited vocals by Drake happening on this song, which unfortunately for him, his vocals do tend to sound kinda like chilled out and relaxed, so that wasn't that wasn't doing it any favors with trying to get my attention. Um, it was also weird because I, I almost couldn't tell when he was going and when Travis was going. Like, they sounded so similar to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm just really bad at <laughs> knowing modern rappers. Maybe that's part of it. But I was. it was, like, almost distracting because I'm like, oh, is that Drake? Oh, is that Travis Scott? Like, I, I like, had kind of a hard time distinguishing them. Um, the Sway Lee stuff that was happening in the background was kind of fun. I was enjoying that. I almost thought it was Young Thug at first because that's kind of, like, the pitch shifting thing that he does. But I think that was Swaley. So, anyway, yeah, I don't know. I'm feeling pretty, pretty average about the song. Yeah. Unforge. 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 <laughs> um, yo, actually, just really quick while we're on the subject, uh, you mentioned Eminem and Eight Mile. Um, I just rewatched that movie again, and it's it's still pretty great. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, you watch it for you watch it for the rap battles at the end, because um, that's when like all the all the meaty lines come out. And um, fun fact, which I don't know if you knew, but the guy that plays. Uh oh shit. Papa Doc, like the the arch nemesis of Eminem's character in that movie. He actually plays Falcon in the Marvel movies. Mm, didn't know that. Um and I don't know if you saw Ant-Man, but there's a scene where Falcon and Ant-Man fight and Ant-Man <laughs> like beats him and he's like really embarrassed. And I so 
<laughs> this all is a point, I swear. But I was watching the the rap battles on YouTube because I was like, oh man, those are fucking sick. I want to watch <laughs> them. And I was, and people were weighing in of like, oh, you know, like this this guy actually did pretty good on this bar, or like et cetera, et cetera. But I don't know if you remember the the battle that Eminem ha- has against the up against Papa Dog at the very end. I, I, vaguely, yeah. It's basically like he he says like everything about him that he thinks he's gonna use, and then he like reveals that Papa Doc is like, you know, he has like a nice family and he's like middle class, yeah. and everyone's like, oh, because he was like trying to be like hard and like a gangster. Um, <laughs> but there's so there's one where Eminem says, "I know something about you. You went to Fallbrook. That's a private school." But someone wrote in the comments, I know something about you. You fought Ant-Man. That's a tiny dude. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I don't think that joke was funny enough for all that explanation. No, it was good. I had to to say it. Yeah, there's some gems on the the YouTube comment sections for many a video. (laughs) There really are. Um, God... I feel like YouTube comments are so dangerous because they could either be so funny or so salty. Yeah. And it's really hard to, like... I mean, I think depending on what kind of YouTube video you go to, you can kind of know what you're in for. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just... I remember liking that movie a lot, and I remember liking that end rap battle a lot. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that Lose Yourself, that song is very inspiring to me. It's, like, one of the most inspiring songs for me. Yeah, for sure, dude. And that song came out, like, when we were in, like, middle school, too. Yeah. So I feel like it was more, even more inspiring to be like, yeah, like, gotta seize the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I could still karaoke it. Anyway. I listened to, I listened to uh, Kanye's album. Oh, uh, Ye? Uh-huh. What'd you think of it? Um, I liked it. Um... I don't, I don't, it's not fresh enough for me to remember which tracks I like the most, but mm-hmm. there's definitely two or three tracks that I was, like, really into. Okay. And he, he, without fail, he always delivers on, it's sounding very imaginative and fresh. Like, whenever he mm-hmm. puts stuff out, it always sounds new and imaginative and, like, there's this, there's this creative energy behind what he does that always has this life to it. Yeah, for sure. So, I'm... Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, even though I, f- I feel like this album was one of the more like chilled albums he's done, but it still had, yeah, it still had like a lot of energy. I agree. Um, that first song where he's like, "I thought about killing you today." Mm-hmm. That song was really intense, and I liked it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good moments on that album for sure. Have you heard the uh, the Kanye Kid Cudi collaborative album? No, I, I just skimmed a couple songs, so not not really. Okay, it's uh, it's called Kids See Ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's really really good, and I'd recommend you check it out. It's fun. Maybe we'll listen to it later. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's uh let's see what's see what's going on next. Um, so that was Astro World. Well, that was that was sicko mode from Astro World. Um, so let's see. We're getting down here now. Oh, so number nine. 
Nine. Um, that's the next song. I think. Have we done Love Lies? Have we done that one yet? No, by who? By Khalid. Not the DJ, but the. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we have either. Khalid and Norman Normandy, like without the D, it's just Normandy. You know, it's kind of Normandy-ish. Mm-hmm. It's like if my friend Norm were to like hang out with it, I'd be like, yeah, it's kind of kind of Normandy a little bit. Norman. Bates, Norman E. Bates. <laughs> Norman E. Bates. Maybe no, that's uh, it's Norman E. Like, yeah, they sometimes they dress up like women and <laughs> kill people. They either wait until they're in the shower or on top of a staircase. Yeah, yeah. That's... Way to spoil it. No, don't say. <laughs> Listen, how old is that movie? <laughs> wait, actually, okay, this is really funny though. But I had a friend who hadn't seen Psycho, and he was like my age. Mm-hmm. And this was like three years ago, and we watched it together for the first time, and it was one of the most joyous experiences I've ever had. Yeah, of like seeing somebody watch that movie for the first time and just have no idea what was gonna happen. Oh yeah, it's so great. Yeah, so he was like frightened and amazed. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So spoilers, spoilers ahead for a thirty-year-old, forty-year-old movie. But yeah. um, that scene when the detective goes in. And he's, like, calling out for Norman, and he's like, hello? And he's, like, at the top of the stairs, uh, yeah. and there's that overhead shot. Yeah. And then Norm, and then Norm like, comes out and, like, stabs him, like, when that overhead shot's happening. Yeah. I still, like, I like when that happened, I was still, like, startled. Yeah. It's so, like, it's such, like, an unexpected, like, view to see a stabbing happen. Oh, yeah. Because, like, normally when they happen, it's, like, either from the POV of the character, like, you're behind their shoulder, or, like, it's in front of them. Or it's, like, on their same plane, but doing it from so high up, like, you really don't expect it at all. Yeah. And it's, it, like, is still, like, genuinely, like, creepy and terrifying when that moment happens. Yeah. I think that was my biggest takeaway. Like, the shower scene is, of course, like, like, super scary. But when I rewatch the shower scene now, I'm kind of like, man, there's a lot of struggling and, I don't know. Yeah. I always envisioned it being a lot quicker for some reason. Yeah, I've been meaning to rewatch it. I've seen it a number of times and I love it, but Yeah. I would agree the the uh, detective murder is way more frightening and like imprinting on my memory than the shower one. Yeah. But, yeah, same. Uh, it's just cuz it's like it's so abrupt and like so out of nowhere. Because, like, they're showing, like, the shot. I think it's because he's showing the shot of that door. And so you think that it's going to shoot to the door and then something's going to, like, jump out from behind it. Mm. So you're waiting for the camera to go to that shot. But instead of doing it, it's in the overhead and then it just, like, happens. And it's so, like, scary and weird. Um, anyway, Hitchcock was a genius. So. <clears throat> yeah, it's a great movie. It was a great movie. Great performance by, uh... Anthony Perkins. Oh, yeah. He died of AIDS. Did he? Yeah. Oh, shit. He was gay. How old was he when that happened? Not that you have to be dated. Right, right. But... I don't want to sound like an asshole, but... No, but um, that's... But that sucks. Uh, it was in the 80s, I think. I'd say, did he die, like, during, like, the AIDS epidemic? Mm-hmm. When it was, like... When it was just starting to get known of, like, what the hell's happening. Oh, and, shit. Yeah. That really sucks. Yeah, it was... Great, great 
performance. Yeah. By him in that movie. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Every yeah, everything about that performance is so great and like so weird and off-putting. Yeah. It's so good. That last shot too when he's sitting in the jail cell. It's just like so great. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> good times. Let's uh let's review this song, shall we, with Normandy. Bates. <laughs> Underneath the sunrise Show me where you know I was feeling pretty high about that Um, I definitely liked it more than the previous song I give it a slight edge, yeah Yeah, the only thing I would say about it is like I thought the vocal performances were great I thought the the guitar intro was really chill and nice. I kind of wish it had gone a little bit harder with the beat, though. Yeah. Like, I wish it had, it, like, on that third chorus, or even, like, on the second part of the second chorus, I wish it had pushed it up, like, a little bit more. Um, like, I almost felt like it was a little bit too chill. Um, yeah, I, I honestly started zoning out. Yeah. Yeah, like, same. Yeah. Like, it, it all sounded really good, but it was a little... I just went... Yeah, I wish it had a little bit more of an edge to it. But yeah, I mean, the, you know, the guitar parts were really, really cool and atmospheric. Um, Khalid's performance was, was nice and chill, I thought. I was... I remained unmoved, honestly. <laughs> really? Yeah. Damn, okay, okay. Was it was it that it it what didn't sound like enthused enough or was it more like lyrical content? Maybe a little both. It, was both. it had it has that it has that plastic mall quality. Mm, okay, okay. And that cut and paste like repetitive quality. Mm-hmm. And like the vocals weren't the vocals had those same qualities. So I don't just nothing. I wasn't stirred to feel too much. Got it. And I, I can't, I don't know why, but you know, some songs do it for you, some don't. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, for me, that's just like, it's not bad, and I wouldn't change the station if it came on, but, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I might, but it, it has that sort of like plastic product, forgettable, like, what's the word? Um, I can't remember the word, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Disposable, that's the word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I felt that. And I... That's... I think that's why I wish it it had gone a little bit harder on the beat, is, like, to kind of break out of that a little more. Um, It felt very, like... Like that R&B trap thing that that we've been hearing a lot of. Where, like, it'll be in a chill mode, but it won't ever go, like, harder than, like, a certain register. Because it's like, oh, this is, like the this is like the love song that we're writing so it's got to be in this area mm-hmm. you know the more i think about it i think i would actually give the edge to the first song i think i enjoyed really first, i think i enjoyed the first one a little more you think so yeah because i really dug that intro to the first song okay like, and I, i'll give it to the first one like it had like the backing track was like decent and i was with it and i was kind of bobbing my head and there was like a, a a good amount of variety without it feeling like disjointed mm. so yeah well the first one wasn't great but I, I could 
I'm into that more than this one. Okay, that's chill. I'm trying to think if I agree. I think personally, I do. I think that the the hook on this one was a little bit was a little bit more memorable. Mm-hmm. So maybe I would give this one the slight edge. I do agree about like the energy of the other one though, but I think that was just the nature of the type of song. I still stand by what I said as far as like I didn't really feel like it stuck with me because there was too much going on possibly. Um Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I definitely did I did have a good time to this song, although I agree that I think around the bridge area I had to really like hone in more in order to focus on it. So yeah. zoning out. Um, damn. I feel like my energy is just low in general tonight, though. Yeah, I've been getting that from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, no, it's it's fine. It's cool. I and think I'm like I'm not in particularly being enthused either. Yeah. So it's like whatever. Maybe it's been a long week. Yeah. Has it been a long week? It's been kind of a long week. Yeah. I think this is actually a week where, like, my last my last two before this were really intense. And so I think this is my first week where I'm not, like, running around constantly. So I'm, like, kind of coming off of that. So I think I'm a little bit tired from, from the previous running around, maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't foresee those last couple weeks being as crazy as they were. So I think I'm still coming off of that a little bit, perhaps. Um... We're also recording it at the this at the end of the week instead of the middle of the week like, like we normally do. Yeah. So that might that might result in our energy, but still, despite that, trying to be as critical of the songs as possible. All in all, we carry on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do our darndest. We should have we should have gotten like some espresso shots and poured them into these forties before we started. That would have been disgusting. <laughs> But it might have been effective. Well, we could have taken those shots first and then just drank the 40. That's true. That. <laughs> See, Josh, that's why I hang out with you, because you got good ideas. Actually, I'll be honest. <laughs> the problem is I took some Zannies before. <laughs> Damn it, Josh. I told you not to listen to Drake. He All he has is bad uh, ideas. <laughs> bad ideas and fistfuls of Zanny, apparently. Didn't he have some line about, like, I'm holding him in my hand like a duffel or something? Yeah, you know what's, what's you know what's awesome about? though is like what's up, Max Bemis of say anything, he like before it was uh, you know cultural <laughs> before bad, it was trendy before it was trendy he's like <laughs> made jokes about it in like a couple songs like for, really yeah like there's one track from In Defense of the Genre mm-hmm. where like uh, he has one of his like in the middle of the song he's talking he's basically talking about how he's sorry that he fucked up in his you know this one tour and. He's crazy, but his band is awesome because they stuck with him. Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the band members in the middle of the song is like, Hey, Max, like, I'll trade you this Xanax for something. I forgot <laughs> what it was. Wait, really? Yeah. Wow, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Speaking of Say Anything, which is a great band, did you hear about... Uh, well, did you read Max's really long... I did PDF I did It was really intense D showed it Because I didn't even see it She's like hey did you see this And I was like no And then she showed it to me Shit Yeah dude It was really intense Um I'm really glad that he Is like Talking about it And it's all good now So it sounds like That was like a pretty Gnarly place to be For a while But Yeah Yeah, it makes sense Because like The past two or three Past two or three years Like 
he would get pretty drunk at some of the shows. <laughs> really? Which he had kind of not done for a while. Oh, just shit. Just because of his, you know, being bipolar. Right, he'd like right. Off, he'd laid off, like, drinking and, like, mm-hmm. any even, like, minimal drugs. Yeah. So when he started getting, like, drinking before shows and then some of the shows, like, too much drinking... I was like, man, something's something's up with him. Like, oh shit! Like you don't do that if you're totally cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For those interested parties, uh, Max Bemis, who is the lead singer of Say Anything, uh, released this very large, very um, heartfelt PDF, kind of explaining what their next album is going to be. Which sounds like it's going to be their last album, from what he was saying. Like, as Say Anything. Yeah, at least for a while. Yeah, at least for a while. Um, And it was basically that he was going through a lot of, like, mental health shit, but also that he had been battling being bi for a really long time and, like, hadn't told anybody because he was, like, kind of embarrassed and or, like, didn't know how to say it. And people would, like, people that he did tell would, like, write him off for it. Yeah. So there was, like, a lot of, like, inner demons he was battling, which I think resulted in, yeah, like, more depression, more, like, abuse of alcohol and various other things. Um, but it sounds like he's come to terms a lot more with, like, with that, and it sounds like his wife is, like, super helping him out, and he's just, like, hanging out with his with his family now and, like, doing better. So, um, yeah. So, happy to hear that. Yeah. Excited to hear the next album though and like see like what was written as a result of all that. Yeah. Should be interesting. Um anyway, should we move on? Let's do it. Alright, cool. Let's get them. Insert superhero theme here. Yeah. Get em. Woo! Okay, sweet. So next song is uh number ten. It is an Ariana Grande song. Sorry, LT, wish you could be here to review this and freak out with us, but, you know, you'll just have to do that when you listen to the episode. Um, It is the title track off of her new album, God is a Woman, which I'm already intrigued based on that title, so... I'm, like, being a creep and wanting to go look at him, or her Instagram. Oh, Ariana Grande's? Yeah. You should. Because, like, I remember thinking she was cute. I mean, you should just to see what, you know, what she's up to with her new album release, but, you know, listening, woo! You love her how I move you, you love her how I touch you, my one, when all is said and done, you believe God is a woman, and I, I feel it Well, it's a good thing I know what pushes Josh's buttons after listening <laughs> to that song. <laughs> Yeah, man, that was uh, that was nice. It was a pretty sensual, nice pretty sensual time. <laughs> um, yo, I was into that song though. I was feeling that. Yeah, I like I like the the power, like this feminine power and sensuality. Mm-hmm. And like, I like how she called him my one. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Yeah, but also it's like it makes you just also think about. The general state of oneness and like peace, which is pleasant. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was looking at Instagram and I was like, damn, those are some big old brown eyes. And then like three minutes or like two minutes later, Seth was like, hey, look at this. And then you found this other Instagram photo. And I was like, Seth, that's inappropriate. 
<laughs> it wasn't really inappropriate. It was just like it's Ariana Grande, like you know, leaning forward and doing a doing a little mirror like look with her camera phone, and Josh was like immediately like very flustered, and it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling it. Um, yeah, like you say, I like how the lyrics are like are basically like by me being awesome and pleasing you but also like being one with you it will like elevate you because like god is a woman mm. like i kind of like the sentiment of like of like you said like the power like the feminine power and like the ability to like transcend and like raise up and generally like yeah kind of empower everybody because of the strength of women kind of like that yeah I don't know if that was really what it was I don't know if that was what it was going for but that was kind of the vibe I got yeah she, I mean she has a great voice so oh yeah dude that acapella part at the end was so good just feeling it do you think that was all her voice or do you think that was like a choir that she got I don't know that's a good question yeah I'm sure that she sang some of those background <laughs> Yeah, it sounded... I was trying to figure it out, and it sounded like some of it was, if not all of it. Um, yeah. See, that was a song that, like... I feel like the difference between the Khalid song and that is, like, pretty telling. Because, like, the Khalid song was, like... A, it was also a love song, but it was kind of, like, this chill, sort of, like, repetitive thing. But the Ariana Grande song was very, like... It was also a love song, but it was very, like, powerful and, like... It had these like muscular percussion parts, and it was very like it was. It just felt like very like strong and confident in itself. Um, the other one felt like it was like it like was really talented, but it like didn't know it, so it was kind of like shy and was hiding it. But this one was like, nah, fuck y'all, I'm good at my shit, and it like it like paraded it more. I felt. Mm. That being said, I feel like the hook to this one kind of sounded like a very... It sounded very, like, Ariana Grande-esque. Like, it sounds like a lot of other songs that I've heard by her and by other people. So, like, the originality of it maybe was wearing on me a little bit. Yeah, I, I would agree. It sounded... It definitely had, like, a formulaic pop slash formulaic Grande pop vibe. Mm -hmm. Which is like, okay, I, I didn't think the song was amazing, but of the three we heard, I was, I'm definitely going to give this one the, the nod. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, it wasn't like, well, we're pretty early in the season, so yeah, there's a chance it might not even make my top five. <laughs> yeah, same. A good chance, but you know, whatever, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I think that, I think that all in all, it, it did, you know, like I say with a lot of other songs that I think are like okay like it said it did what it set out to do I just don't know if it did it in like a super like out of the box creative way but it definitely like checked off all of its goals on its list to me um yeah how you doing over there this is the point of the episode. Whenever we do the third song, I go to check, and I'm like... <laughs> I check to, to, to see... Oh, shit, I'm, like, in the same place. I thought yeah. I was so much lower. I check to hope that I'm past halfway. You're, you're, past, you're, you're past it. Yeah, like, but looking this... It's like, I am, but I am I'm definitely have more than a third. Yeah. Or a fourth. Damn. 
Yeah, I should have around a fourth, but I have like a little over a third left, I think. I feel like last episode with Gabe, I did. I was doing so much better by this point. Oh yeah. I feel like I had already finished by the time the fourth song happened. Yeah, last we were episode. thirsty that episode. Yeah. And then we finished like the half of his. Oh my god. Yeah, that was a well. That was really that was really a hot night for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, that was a. Yeah, LA summers are weird. Like, sometimes they're humid, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're really hot. They're never cold. (laughs) (laughs) They're never cold. Um, Once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while. Um, Yo, did you hear about um, Nicki Minaj's album release this week? No. This is kind of random, but, um, so Nicki Minaj, or actually it wasn't this week, it was like two weeks ago, her new album came out, and, um, you know, she's Nicki Minaj, so a lot of people tend to listen to her, but when it came out, it did not break number one on the charts. Yeah, I was gonna say, why isn't it on the charts? Um, because critics do not like it that much. They think it's pretty average to not that great. Um, in fact, the album had Fifi put on it last minute for some mysterious reason, but everyone is assuming because that's, like, the bigger hit, so she just, like, threw it on there so more people would want to listen to the album, is what everyone is saying. Okay. Um, but she has been very sour about her not-number-one-ness, um... To the point where she's like talking shit on Travis Scott, who his album actually did hit number one when it was released. Um, so she was like, she was like blaming like her album not being number one on like his album and like how he was doing like some marketing thing with like doing bundles for like tours tour sales with like buying the album. So she was like blaming it on that, and she was like, well, if you take away. Travis Scott's thing Then I actually am The number one album In the country So thanks for making me Number one in the country guys Damn And everyone is like But you're not So Yeah That's pretty funny Sorry I hmm. What's the name of the album? The name of the album Is Queen Okay Um I couldn't I couldn't tell you A single song off of it Because I haven't heard Any songs off of it yet Because I was assuming They would come up But um Apparently, people don't like it that much. It's, like, pretty average, apparently. So, maybe someday we will hear a song off of it, or maybe we won't. We will never have to. You don't think we'll ever have to? Uh, I don't know. Oh, whoa. Jeez. Sorry. (laughs) I'm looking at her Instagram. Uh Uh-huh. Go on. And I clicked on a photo. And it was a little bit, uh... It's, it's her standing next to the queen, like, this queen, like, billboard advertisement or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, like big-ass flyer poster. Oh, yeah. And, like, she's all in pink. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's just this fat-ass camel toe. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, I'm assuming that's intentional, Can you but... po- Can you post that on Instagram? Apparently you can post that on Instagram. Yeah, right? I mean, as long as you're closed, I don't know. Because technically a camel toe is just showing the outline, but it's not actually, like, showing the actual genitals in question. Not that I would be against it. It just, it just you know, didn't expect to see something so <laughs> provocative there. Right, right. I mean, who does? Who's ready? Who's ever ready? I'm not. Okay. 
Sorry, I'm done with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> now I'm now I'm flustered. <laughs> uh, you want to move on to the last song? Yes. What's, right, cool. what is the last song? The last song of the night. Let's scope it out here. Uh, ooh, looks like <laughs> ooh, we shouldn't have talked shit because this next song is featuring Nicki Minaj. But up, up, but up, um, it's actually it's called Idol. It's by BTS, uh, which okay, yeah. which is the South Korean boy band group that we have reviewed one other song of before. Right. I thought it was pretty banging. I think you thought it was pretty average. I was like not into it. Yeah. Right. So let's see if this one goes over any better, shall we? What's it called? Uh, it's called Idol. Idol, okay. Yeah. Let's go! So we were listening to that, and I realized it was the album version, not the one... With Nicki Minaj, and I turned to Josh, and I'm like, "Should we listen to the end part with Nicki Minaj?" And Josh was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> we're good." So I think we're good. Um, yeah, that song was a was was banging, dude. That was a banger. That was a that was a banger anger. I would say that was a uh, lick your fingers and and do what? Uh, it was a banger. <laughs> <laughs> I. I don't want to go on from there. Oh, I already... You don't have to. I already knew where that was going to go. Um, side note. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching... Speak of Nicki Minaj's hefty... <laughs> anyway, I was watching The Great British Bake Off. Uh, there's a new season on. And there's this one type of, of bake that they had to do. Uh, ooh, and I'm trying to remember the name. It was a type of bread. And it was like there was one... Essentially, there were two layers. It looked it looked like a two-tier snowman, kind of. Um, guys in the comments will have to help me out. But it was pretty much like there was one there was one loaf, and then there was a smaller loaf on top of it, right? Mm -hmm. And the idea is that you'd put one on top of the other, and the way that you would keep them together is you would have to take your finger, and you'd have to just, like, poke a hole, like, through all the way to the bottom. Oh, okay. So there were a lot of jokes about people, like, oiling up their fingers in order to, like, get to get the hole. So when you were like, I'm gonna lick my fingers and, it reminded me of that. Yeah. So. Bake Off. British Bake Off. Oh, British Bake Off. Um, anyway... This song was fun, dude. It I had was a, very fun. I had a good time. It was like, yeah, high energy. It just... It, if I was in the mood to be, like, silly and hype myself up for a party, like, this is this is good. Yeah, completely agree. Um, I actually felt that this song, I could, I could hear the distinctive personalities of each member of BTS a little bit more than the last one. Hmm. Um... It was still hard because I don't I don't speak Korean, and so being able to distinguish, I think my brain immediately goes to like attempting to discern what's going on just inflection wise, but I didn't really my brain didn't pay enough attention to like differences in like in like timber to really be able to tell singers apart. But I think of this one it was a little easier to distinguish them mm. than other songs. Um, I also don't listen to a lot of. BTS or South Korean 
uh, pop music, so I don't think I would be a good candidate for being able to really uh, judge who was who in the band. But it did sound like they had more distinct personalities in this one than in the other song we reviewed by them. Mm. Um, yeah, the beat to this one seemed very familiar. Um, I was trying to remember the name of the song. Uh, it's like, I love Mshalt, or Mdance, or Mshalt, or something like that. It's in another language. It kind of sounded like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The more they got hyped. I felt like I was just hanging out with, like, five hype men for that whole song. So it was yeah. just, like, really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. anyway. What did you feel about it, Josh? Uh, I couldn't. Just the same. Well... I was listening, but I was also, while you're talking, trying to really, really, really reflect and think, like, which of these songs would I listen to more than once? Okay. And return to? Okay. And, like, how do I really feel about them? Are we going to so rankings, like, then? Uh, or is this kind of like a pre-rankings? No, I'm, I'm kind of ready to go. Well, I'll just say what I'll say, then maybe if you're ready, you can decide the rank. Okay, yeah. But, um, because I think I'm going to surprise you, but... Okay. Like... I couldn't say much more beyond it's a really good party hype song. Yeah. And it's really effective at that. And, um, yeah, so I enjoyed it for that. Um, but I think, I think its purpose is really narrow and, like, it does have the potential to get a little annoying if I wasn't in the mood for that. <laughs> if I wasn't in the mood to get hyped... Or if I just heard the song, like, three or four times. <laughs> I just imagine you, like, in a library, and someone just comes by with a boombox, and it's like, yeah! And you're just yeah. like, God, oh, I don't want to no. hear this right now. <laughs> Not the time, yeah. Or if it's yeah. like, if it was my, like, alarm when I wake up in the morning. Oh, my I'd God. Like, no! That'd be so intense. No! It's like... And you're like, oh, man, it's like seven in the morning. Maybe I should I should put a hype song as an alarm just so I can wake up each morning and be like, let's fucking do this. <laughs> I'm getting so much done today. I can do everything. Hell I'm yeah. gonna be amazing. Hell yeah, dude. I should do that. You should. That would actually that's a, that's a great idea. You should do that. I'll have to find the right song. Yeah. Find the one that's right for you. Yeah. Uh but anyway. Chill. Yeah. Do you want do you have an idea of your ranking? <sighs> you know, I th- think ooh I think I do I think I do I'm pretty sure I do um yeah yeah no I'm pretty sure I do actually I think for this episode I'm actually going exactly reverse order (laughs) whoa so my number one is this one is idle Sorry, Nicki Minaj, we didn't hear your verse, but I didn't need it, because this song was great. Uh, it was great without it. I'm sure it's great with it. Actually, I'm not sure that it's great with it, but we'll listen to it later and confirm. Um, but yeah, just, yeah, the energy, the hypeness, they're just so committed to it that it's, like, hard not to get into it, even if you don't understand what they're saying. I looked up, like, the Genius Translation, and it was a very positive song. It was, like, you know, I love myself. Like, I don't care what anybody else thinks about me. Like, I love my fans. I love dancing. It's, like, hell yeah, dude. So it was very positive. I could totally get behind the message, and it was just a fun-ass song. So that was my number one. Uh, Number two was God is a Woman. (laughs) 
Excuse you. Um, because, again, I like the message. I liked the power behind Ariana Grande's voice. Um, it's funny because Ariana Grande, when I've seen her in interviews, she's such like a she's such like a small person mm-hmm. that it's really it's awesome to me how much power she has in her voice. You know, like you wouldn't necessarily think it just looking at her, which I know is kind of a fucked up thing to say. But I love how she uses her voice and how she's able to control it and just really do all kinds of stuff with it. Um, her voice is really the star of that song to me. So, solid-ass, solid-ass song. Um, number three, I think is the Khalid song. Um, because although it was pretty chill and I wish it had done more, with the, um, I wish it had done more with like the chorus progression and not just like peaked there. Um, the hook was still stu- super sticky and I still, I still remember it, which is kind of not, I can't say the same for a lot of the songs we do. So I'm gonna give that one the slight edge. And then number four is the Travis Scott song, um, which I didn't hate. I thought it was a good, I thought it was a pretty solid effort, mm-hmm. but it just didn't have enough uh, enough of a through line. It had a lot of interesting musical ideas to me, but I didn't feel like they connected in like a meaningful way, and I didn't really latch onto it as much as I wish I could have. I was sitting there waiting for there to be some connective tissue because I wanted to to like latch onto it more, but there wasn't enough for me. So that was my number four. Okay. So there you go. This is like one of the hardest weeks for me to pick. Yeah? Yeah. Damn. Um, fuck. Um, okay. I'm going to give number one. I'll wait till you swallow your, your, <laughs> your uh, swigs. I don't mm. need to do a spit take. Mmm. I'm giving Travis Scott the number one. Really? Because... Okay. Only because of all the songs that we heard, if I had to pick one that I want to hear again, it would be that one. Okay. Because there was so many interesting sounds, and, like, I fucking love the intro. Cool. And... It was the most, like, engaging, like, detailed production song that... I would want to learn things from, so, like... Cool. I would definitely give that one a nod. If, especially if you could just take out Drake, like... Sure. I'd, it would be even better. Yeah. Uh, not that, like, Travis Scott wasn't, like, amazing, but he was okay. It was all right, like, his, his verses and his, his delivery. Yeah. I, um, I respect that, for sure. Uh, so I'll give them the number... Him the number one. Okay. Them, whoever made the song. Um, <laughs> it was him. And, um... I'll give... Ariana Grande is number two. Okay, okay. But it's so close between her and and that song. Because her voice, I love her voice, and I feel like that's gone forever. Uh, Her, 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 um... The chorus is just, it's here, I have it. Oh! Uh, The chorus, the chorus is, like, really catchy. And, um, very effective with the whole, like, female-empowered slash sensual vibe Mm -hmm. that I was enjoying. And, uh, yeah, that, that was great. Um, 
fuck. And uh, <laughs> yeah, number th- number three for sure. Also very close is the um, BTS song. Okay. Because I like one, two, and three are all really close. Got so, it. Because I, I I liked the hype, but for sure that's of the. It's more repetitive and like could potentially be annoying than the, than the other two. Okay, okay. But it's a really good like party hype song. Cool. Um, and then for sure number four is the uh, Khalid lead song. Yeah, that that was like I zoned out the most for that one. It's kind of a sleeper for him. And I can't remember it too good. I didn't dislike it like. This week is like it. This week doesn't have a weak song. It doesn't have a song that I disliked. Yeah, I agree. But it doesn't have a strong song, like mm. a super strong one. That's actually true. It doesn't have like a clear winner. Like it, it like I feel like when like bo- like a song like Boot Up. Yeah. Or like that yeah. Bruno Mars song. Yeah. Like those were like for sure. This is number one. End of story. But yeah, this week was a lot a lot harder. And it was it was like the it was like you say it's the good kind of harder because it was good as in like they were all they were all pretty good songs and it was just a matter of like kind of weeding out like specifics about them, which I would way prefer to <laughs> say an all post Malone episode. <laughs> oh God, did we do that? That was terrible. Yeah, we did. Oh, it was hard. Well, we're nearing the end of the episode. Josh is burping a lot. It's kind of alarming. Yeah, was, one of the burps, my lips trembled <laughs> like Homer from The Simpsons when he burped. Oh, God. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so the science is real is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I realize we both have a... F- well, I don't have a ton of 40. Why don't you about tell it? Should we do that stupid just tell a joke thing while I chug and then I'll do the same? Tell a stupid joke? Okay, sweet. Let me think. Um... Oh, did I tell the did I tell the one about the chess players? Did I tell that one already? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's oh no, I totally told that one. I told that one in another episode. Let me think. Oh, I got one. I got one. <laughs> okay, so these two whales are sitting at a bar, right? One whale is all like, Eww. you told that one already. I did. Yeah. What? On this podcast? Yeah, and you went oh. for a long time. Oh, god damn it. Okay, I told the chest one. The chest one. I told <clears> the <throat> friars one. I think. Oh, here's one. So, um, this duck walks into a convenience store. <laughs> it's already funny. <laughs> yeah, and the guy at the counter's like, okay, um, that's fine. Duck walks up. And uh, it says, hey, can I get some chapstick? And the guy's like, yeah, that sounds great, dude. We got some right here. And rings the duck up. And the guy says, uh, you know, cash your credit. And the duck says, oh, don't worry about it. Just put it on my bill. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a joke, so I made up a really, really, really bad one. So excited. Tell me. What's a pirate's favorite cookie? Oh, that's a good question. What is it? You don't know? No. Chips Ahoy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so innocent and cute. I like it. I like it. Mm. That's bad. That's so bad. I have another one for you. What's a pirate's favorite letter? R. 
You know, you think it'd be R, but it's actually the C. Oh, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> gotcha. Son of a bitch. You oh, got me. man. Uh. <laughs> what did the. Let's just make this nautical theme now. <laughs> nautical let's do it. episode, yeah. What did the. Uh, what did the ocean say to the shore? <laughs> Didn't say anything. It just waved. Oh, just <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's a good one. Mm. Side note: I love, I love swimming in the ocean or just being on the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how to surf? No, I don't know how to surf. I can swim though. I I actually can't swim. That's cool. I or I'm like I'm like I can doggy paddle, but like if you were to ask me to like tread water for more than like ten minutes, I'd probably. Be yeah, dead. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I have a number of friends that can't really swim. I can I I can say though that I do know how to float on my back, which is important. Yeah. But I also look like a delicious, tasty seal when I do that. <laughs> so that's probably not helpful for survival for me. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> but on the other hand, if I was bobbing, I would also look like a tasty, delicious seal. So I guess I'm kind of screwed either way. Yeah. Oh, okay, really quick. <laughs> I saw the Meg. Oh, God, you did? Yeah, I got really drunk. <laughs> Wait, you got drunk, and then... God, that sounds like the best viewing experience ever. Yeah, it Sounds like the only viewing experience for that movie. Shit. So, I've only gotten drunk for a movie twice. <laughs> okay. They were both just to laugh at, like, really crazy action movies, mm -hmm. so... I got drunk for the Jurassic World movie that oh, came out. Oh, hell like, yeah. Not the new one, but like the two or three years ago came out. Like the, the first one with Chris Pratt? Yeah. Okay. And that was fucking amazing. That was so awesome. That was a good drunk experience. And then the Meg was like, I laughed because it was terrible, but not as much as I wanted because it was just too terrible. Oh, damn, that sucks. So it was like kind of bad. Oh, that's really and a shame. Yeah, I... The movie was garbage. <laughs> I'm so sorry if for your loss. I'll say. Do you want me to tell you a joke to make you feel better? Okay. What do you call a fish without an eye? Yep. I got it. <laughs> oh, I got you it. got it. Fucking got it. Shit. Uh, what, what does a fish say when it runs into a wall? Mm. It says, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, maybe we should end on that note. Yeah. Cool. Thank, um, you, thank you for your listening. Yeah, and for you're, you're welcome for your oral pleasure. <laughs> your oral pleasure. Oh yeah. Oral pleasure. You're super welcome for that. Um, yes. Enjoy the oral pleasure. <laughs> oh God. I'm listening to our podcast. Oh man. Anyway. Yeah, thanks for listening to the podcast. As always, if you wanna, if you wanna throw money at us, which is always great, we have a Patreon. www.patreon.com/slash40sonforties. Um, you can like give us money per month. You cannot and still listen to us. That's fine. Either way, no pressure. Don't want to pressure you guys into doing anything you don't want to do. But in the meantime. I'm Seth. I'm Josh. And we have been 40s on 40s. Thanks again. Y'all the best. If you think of any nautical themed jokes, please, please send them to us. Please slide into our DM. Slide right into those DMs. We check them and we would love to hear from you. Send us some pics. 
Yeah. Um, nautical themed pigs. Yes, only nautical themed pigs, please. If it's not nautical, then we won't respond to it. Um, hope y'all are having a lovely day or night, depending on where you are in your drive-by commute. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, wait, so I said blammo at the end of that? Should we just, like, finish every episode with blammo? Yeah. Yeah? He's like, blammo, and he's typing the title of the last segment. (laughs) Every time we finish an episode, he's like, blammo. (laughs) It's good. Yeah, so, uh, with love and salutations, (laughs) blammo.